On today's show, the UAW is threatening to strike FCA. Volvo says it will accept full liability if one of its autonomous cars gets in an accident, and the cost of batteries is falling fast. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for October 7th of 2015. It looks like we're on the brink of a strike. A few weeks back, UAW and FCA leadership reached a new labor deal, but it was overwhelmingly rejected by members. And now the union has warned FCA it will head to the picket lines Thursday if a new deal is not hammered out by the end of today. But here's our AutoLine insight. If it's a short strike, dealers may actually welcome it. The chairman of the NADA, Bill Fox, told AutoLine that I quote, all FCA dealers have too much inventory. And he's right. Ward's data shows that the company has 77 days of inventory. The ideal is around 60 days. The two sides are still talking, so a strike may be avoided. But at this point, it's hard to imagine FCA will offer a better deal. Looks like EV battery prices are coming down faster than anyone expected. When the Nissan LEAF came out in 2007, its batteries cost around $1,000 per kilowatt hour. Today, EV battery prices are estimated at $280. But General Motors just announced that the battery cell cost for the new Chevrolet Volt is down to only $145. And that's stunning. Here's why. The U.S. Department of Energy set a cost goal of $125 per kilowatt hour because that would be roughly the same cost as an internal combustion engine. Looks like GM and its battery supplier LG Chem are on the threshold of achieving that goal. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Pure Michigan, leading the automotive world in intelligent connected vehicles. We run on brain power. Well, it looks like Volvo must have a lot of trust in its autonomous driving technology because the automaker just announced that it will accept full legal liability whenever one of its vehicles is in self-driving mode. Unless, that is, the vehicle has been compromised by a hacker, which it views as a criminal offense. Volvo's president and CEO, Hakan Samuelson, added that the U.S. needs to establish a national framework for regulation and testing as not to slow things down by making it extremely difficult for car makers to test, develop, and sell autonomous cars. He also says a patchwork of varying state laws and regulations would be a mistake. Last week we showed you that red cars are starting to make a little bit of a comeback. And now paint supplier PPG tells Autoline that orange and blue cars will start to become more prominent in the 2016 to 2017 timeframe. The orange cars will be brighter with a copper influence, while the blue cars will be more like a gunmetal. PPG says we'll see more layered and tinted paints. That's where automakers use a metallic base coat and layer that with a slightly tinted clear coat. By adding a little bit of color to the clear coat, the paint job looks brighter, or to use the proper term, more chromatic. Even so, white remains the most popular color. In the U.S. market alone, 
there are 30 versions of white, and white is offered on every single model sold in the market. Hey, don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday. Our special guest is Mike O'Brien, the head of corporate and product planning at Hyundai Motor America. So if you want to learn more about Hyundai's vehicles, this is your chance. Join us tomorrow live at 3 p.m. Eastern time on our website, autoline.tv. And coming up next, BMW puts something special in a special edition M4, and Continental develops a more efficient stop-start system. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Earlier this year at the Geneva Motor Show, BMW showed off an M4 MotoGP safety car with an engine equipped with a water injector to boost power and reduce emissions. They're using it to cool off the intake-air-fuel mixture and thus the pistons. Usually, just the fuel cools it off. And now that technology is making its way into a BMW production car for the first time. The company is releasing a limited edition version of the M4 called the M4 GTS. The 3-liter inline 6-cylinder turbo's power is boosted 16% to just under 500 horsepower and it produces 442 pound-feet of torque, a gain of 10%. And it moves from 0 to 60 miles per hour in just 3.7 seconds. But best of all, its fuel economy is similar to the regular M4 Coupe. As you can see, this thing was designed for the track and uses carbon fiber parts throughout to cut down on weight. If you're interested in the M4 GTS, you better act fast. Only 700 will be made available worldwide, and just 300 will come to U.S. shores. Stop-start systems have been around for several years, but Continental just came out with a better one. It uses one dedicated DC-to-DC converter and an ultra-capacitor instead of a secondary battery. The ultra-capacitor provides additional voltage to the battery and electrical system during a restart condition, which Continental says speeds up and smooths out the restart. It also eliminates lights dimming and won't damage a phone that's plugged in. It should help extend battery life, too, by eliminating frequent hard-energy draws. As you can see, the ultra-capacitor is re-energized via the vehicle's charging system. General Motors is the first U.S. customer for Continental's Voltage Stabilization System, which it will use in the 2016 Cadillac ATS and CTS models, but not the V-Series versions. Well, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for making us a part of your day.